Hello. Oh, hello, Elizabeth. We are officially out of retrograde Stephanie Simbari. I mean, that's what they say. More like ratchet grade. <laughs> More like, please, I'm hiding under my bed for the next month. Um, ratchet grade? Did you just coin that? Uh, last night. That's pretty good. I thought of it when I was driving. <laughs> I'm proud of you. And you know, it's really applicable. Yeah. I hate everything right now. I mean, namaste. <laughs> I mean, things are great. Things are so namaste. I'm so excited. Um, well, it's great to be here. It is, Our always. first podcast went live yesterday, the last day of Retrograde, which I haven't told anyone about. Plan on doing it today. I know, me either. I, I saw the text and I was so excited that went up, but I had just, I don't know. I just, I wanted to, to hold a To beat. wait? Yeah. But what about the shadow? The shadow is still here till March 5th. I feel I, like the shadow of Retrograde is like the ghost under your bed, that you're just like, it's there, but I don't want to look at it. Exactly. I'm just choosing to like acknowledge that as a possible thing, but maybe not subscribe to it. Maybe when my period's over, I'll feel so better about it. The shadow of re- <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The shadow of retrograde. The concept of that is just that, like, it's the lingering energy from the retrograde. Got it. So it's not like as powerful, but if apparently if you have like certain sun signs, you're affected more by the shadow. I don't really know that much about it. I would I would like to know something about it, but I when I read that, I was like, oh god, damn it. This never ends. Yeah. But I will say it's really cool to be sitting here with you and for this opportunity. Oh, of course. When we met two and a half years ago and you told me you were a stand-up comedian by trade. Uh-huh. By I th- trade. I went to uh, <laughs> plumbing school. <laughs> uh, I believe the first words out of my mouth were that I want to write with you one day. You did say that. And this is just kind of like writing. But easier. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's actually really hard. So, Elizabeth, did you do anything to celebrate the end of Mercury Retrograde? I did. I actually, um, two things. Okay. One, I had a crystal healing with Katie Manzella, who will be on later. Ooh. And we'll talk about that. Cause, so, basically, I did psychedelics at 1030 in the morning. <laughs> Amazing. Yesterday. Amazing. Which we'll get into later. And then I was supposed to go see the premiere of Last Five Years with Anna Kendrick, that musical, uh, which weirdly was overbooked, which I don't think ever in Los Angeles is a premiere overbooked, but it was. So I ended up seeing a screening of Fifty Shades of Grey. I am so upset that you saw that without me. Um, I went with our friend Hale Mm -hmm. Appleman, and uh, well, it was the rom-com of the year. (laughs) Was it? So adorable. Wait, better or worse than Boy Next Door? No, I wanted it to be comedic like Boy Next Door, accidentally comedic, but um, it wasn't. It was actually like a really interesting adaptation of what was kind of like a weird fan fiction, sexy internet thing turned book. Yeah. That's how I felt about the book, which I did read. And I thought it was cool how they added depth to it in like a cinematic format. Dakota fan... Dakota Fanning. That's not who that is. That uh, would be that would be a different film. Break the internet. Dakota Fanning stars in Dakota Fifty Shades of Grey. Johnson, Dakota Johnson was absolutely fantastic in it. She really was just adorable. She's like, look at adorable. how I look through my bangs, sexily. Yeah, she bit that lip and did the whole thing. But both of them <laughs> were uh, just added a lot of depth to the characters that I thought that didn't exist in the book. Um, I was kind of bored. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of like, you know, in porn, how you, I kind of like the story leading up to porn. Yeah. There was like too much story. Right. Not enough porn. Well, because it wasn't a porn. It's a movie. Right. They, and they did the sex scenes really tastefully. They took out a lot of like the really raunchy stuff didn't exist, which I thought was tasteful and nice. So I would say 
Again, my review, adorable. Boring. Yes. Snooze fest. (laughs) On to the next one. I want to see some. (laughs) What about you? How did you celebrate the end of retrograde? Um, I didn't celebrate anything. I just drove, just got stuck in tons of traffic, (laughs) Um, had some auditions, went to a taping. I went to a taping of our friend's show, Undateable. That was really fun. Love being on set with those guys. They're so funny. Wonderful. What network is Undateable on? It's on NBC. Ooh. NBC. Um, so that was really fun for me. And then, um, I took some magnesium and fell asleep. Sexy. So my story right now is just getting by. <laughs> Wonderful. So as I mentioned, I had that crystal healing. Yes. As a celebration of our, the end of this retrograde. I love it. Uh, and as I also mentioned, I didn't realize that I would be taking psychedelic drugs at 1030 <laughs> in the morning. And luckily we have our agent of light here, Katie Manzella, yeah. who led me on the journey yesterday. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thanks for having me. Katie is a crystal alchemist. And comedian. And comedian. <laughs> Tell us what that is. Um, well, I'm a certified crystal alchemist, which means I work with healing crystals. Um, and basically what I do is just connect my higher self to my client's higher self and assist them in clearing their channels, harmonizing their chakras, releasing what no longer serves them. Um, and yeah, I just act as a guide, as a conduit of light. And I call upon um, beings from other magical worlds to assist me. And it's pretty much like a psychedelic experience. So it's kind of hard to describe exactly what it is. As you all know, probably in here, you've probably all hallucinated on drugs before. It's a little difficult to put your experience into words. So it's just a journey I experience with another soul, and it's a beautiful thing. It's intense because release isn't easy. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. But once you do release, it's so beautiful and worth it. When I did your crystal healing session, I used hematite, which is a stone for the mind. It's a really grounding stone. It dispels like confusion, and it allows you to really see clearly like what path you're on and just move forward with confidence. And so, yeah, I just I connect my higher self to my client's higher self, and I act as a conduit and a guide, and I access sacred universal energies to assist me and beings from other worlds and I know it sounds a little weird and crazy but it's real and magical and fun I'll be honest I I I I went you know I took one for the team I went in and I was really excited to do it but I didn't know what to expect and I've done energy work before uh never of of this type and um you know the experience was really interesting because it kind of just as it was happening it felt like any other form of meditation, um, you know, going in and out of consciousness, being really conscious and thinking about, you know, trying to calm the mind and so the opposite occurs. So I was, my mind was like kind of hectic, thinking about the emails, thinking about external situations that I had to deal with when the process was over and then I, you know, would go kind of into myself and relax and that kind of came in waves. We had discussed how I was kind of feeling a little like emotionally, I don't want to say dead is the word, but that's kind of what it was. It was just like a little numb to things. And um, I will say that I've been like kind of an emotional roller coaster ever since you and I had our had our process. Right. I'm sorry about that. No. <laughs> no, I'm cool with it. It's, yeah. Uh, no, I mean it is a really intense thing. Like I've had a lot of crystal healings. It's not like you're going to get a crystal healing and your whole world is rainbows and butterflies. Like, that's not how it works. Like, 
you know, it's a really intense thing. However, like, I'm using, you know, light and love. I'm not, you know, a psychic who's going to access, like, weird, dark, scary places for you. I'm commanding divine perfection and illuminating the space in the highest order of light and love. So yeah. I'm providing a very safe space to have those deep core issues or all that's been bombarding you and keeping you from truly standing in your truth and power, allowing that safe space to deal with that because it's not easy. Yeah. It's fucking hard to Let's go there. <laughs> talk about the other crystals that you used and kind of what those were for because I'm really interested in just the uh, the facts of all of that. So I used, I always use grounding stones when I'm doing work like this because I'm sending you into like a higher, you know, realm into other dimensions. It's very draining and a lot. So I always incorporate grounding stones such as the hematite, smoke, smoky quartz, and black tourmaline. And mm. all those are also very protective. So, and black tourmaline is very protective. I used to not leave the house without my black tourmaline. Like, and then one day, like, someone made a comment to me that was like, black tourmaline that's an interesting choice and I was like whoa and like, <laughs> who threw you crystal shade <laughs> some other crystal she's like, no she's like that's very masculine energy and I'm like look it's on the computer protecting me from radiation so even though that comment was like a little you know unnecessary it kind of was like you know what I'm gonna start leaving the house without my black tourmaline to like empower myself right so I don't leave the house every day with black tourmaline I actually like never bring it out with me and like I bring tiger's eye with out with me now for like confidence and protection mm -hmm. um but I didn't use tiger's eye on you I use what else did I use how do you sorry to interrupt you but how do you decide what each person needs like do you have a conversation with them beforehand are you intuiting it are you is there specific stones for everyone like I tune in okay and I just allow I just like pick crystals like you know I have a collection so it's like I just use the and I you know um plan on growing my collection even more I also you know recycle crystals back into the earth as well we can discuss that later on maybe but um yeah I just tune in to your energy and it was interesting because you had mentioned before the session that you weren't you weren't feeling very clear and I and had so many stones in there for mental clarity and that you know dispel any like confusion from you know your energy field so that was interesting like sodalite I used on your third eye mm -hmm. and, and what does sodalite do um it's just you know it gains access to the sacred realms and it also just provides for a clear insight and um heightens your intuition and all that and then I also used a clear calcite above the sodalite I used two clear calcites on you and they both are like a cure-all they harmonize and align all your chakras and the clear calcites I had have rainbows in them and that signifies major change and new beginnings so those that's a very powerful stone but calcite's amazing and I used green calcite on you as well in your solar plexus and that's just really great it's like a mental healer as well like so many mental healers for you because you have such a powerful mind and you're a woman on a mission and like I know you just have like so much you are going to do and are doing. So I think that's why I tuned into so many mental stones for you. Wonderful. And we'll talk about those results more. But um, something that I always kind of am curious and never have been able to retain the information of, of, of the each chakras. Can you go through that quickly with us? Okay. So you have your 
crown, sh- well, you have more than the seven chakras that we've been told. The subtle chakras. Yeah, we have a lot of chakras. Okay. <laughs> like, we have a stellar gateway. Mm-hmm. We have a soul star. Which is above the head. Yes. Okay. And then we have our crown chakra. We have our third eye, throat, heart, solar plexus, sacral, and root. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, so those are the main ones are that the, are generally talked about. And then about the Earth Star. I in mean, yoga and, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm not sure if they talk about the Stellar Gateway they and don't. the Soul Star and the Earth Star. But the Earth Star is very important to activate, to like really ground yourself into the Earth and just to, because that's what something I struggled with for and still do a lot, is being grounded. Because mm-hmm. I'm so high. <laughs> Literally, Literally, she's <laughs> baked off her ass right now, you guys. No, I, I only smoked um, a tobacco-free, weed-free smoke blend this mo- morning, consisting of mullein rose, mugwort, and mallow. So, namaste. Uh, yeah, I kept it kind of chill. But like, it's so grounding yourself is so important when you're doing this kind of work because, you know, I, and that's why I wear this hematite bracelet on my left. Um, hand because it opens up my metaphysical abilities but it also is very grounding so I'm not like lost in space like you know because like, I would walk around like, like I'm a fucking alien like wh- where am I they'd be like what is this building like who are these people like I was tripping out like I was like where am I this earth is so weird like I can't handle it because I was so fucking high on crystals and marijuana so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the other things that you're wearing on your body very quickly okay. so you have your hematite on the left yes and then I have garnet and um, fluorite on my right hand. I have an aquamarine crystal. I've had this for since I first got into crystals. My little baby. Um, aquamarine is like a s- service to humanity. Um, I wear it. It's like the stone of the sea goddess. I wear it for when I was a high priestess in Atlantis. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then I <laughs> and then I'm wearing a <laughs> Moonstone. My brother actually got me this for Christmas. I was really proud of him. Like, wow. I was like, whoa. And what does Moonstone do? Moonstone is um, another stone for like new beginnings. It's really great for balance and um, it's also like a great stone for like traveling. It used to be called like the traveler stone. So mm-hmm. it just like protects you when you're out and about and all that. And it's just a really powerful like feminine stone, but it's very important for I think women because it's so balancing so it just balances like you know the masculine the feminine the light the dark the giving the receiving the positive the negative so it's just a really great stone for balance however as a female you shouldn't wear um moonstone during the full moon because you'll probably lose your fucking mind oh yeah there was one day I was wearing this I was just out of my mind and I was like what is wrong with me and I was like oh shit it's a full moon and I took off my ring I was like oh it's so go. real. <laughs> and then is this lapis? Uh, no, it's tanzanite. Oh. And tanzanite is like a really high vibration stone. I've had this one as well for like pretty much my whole journey th- with crystals. Um, and it just helps you with like speaking your truth um, and just a really great stone for opening you up to the higher realms as well. So, I mean, I also don't, you know, like, yes, there are these definitions we can read about Mm -hmm. crystals and all that, and those are very valid and important. However, I also like crystals to just allow themselves to reveal to you what it is they're going to do for you, because we're all unique and special, even though we're all one, like, we're all our own individual Are we all one, though? I don't know. No, you have to have a goal to participate in consciousness. (laughs) We are. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) 
I mean, we all came from the same thing, and then we just dispersed energetically, and we're here to like work together. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, first of all, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you. No. You are doing so great. You're such a bright light, and you are so knowledgeable, and that's incredible. Um, I was wondering if you could possibly give us like five crystals that you think are like essential for every person to have. Like baby's first crystal yeah, kit. Like if you had to make a starter kit, what would it be? Absolutely. Okay, so amethyst is the main crystal. It's the all healer. It is very protective and just it's really a great stone for being in your power. And um, I actually have an amethyst ring that is um, bro- has been broken a n- number of times it just the stone would just pop out because I would wear it when I wasn't sober. I was very drunk and on, you know, prescription medication and abusing it. When I was first getting into crystals, I was in a very, you know, dark place. And that's why I was brought into this healing world so that I could heal myself and therefore heal others. But um, so amethyst is also so being in your power, it protects against, you know, addictions and all that so that's why the stone would always pop out they'd be like where are you wearing this and I'm like I don't know and it was just because I wasn't ready for that stone Mm -hmm. and I remember picking it out my healer was like um maybe go for this one I'm like no I want the pretty purple ring (laughs) and I wasn't ready for it and And you're still not wearing it because I need to find it I took I took it to a place to get fixed and like oh I don't work with silver and I'm like all right well so I'm it will happen in divine time I'm I pulled it out and recently, and I'm like, you're gonna, I'm gonna be wearing you soon. <laughs> so, so amethyst is a very like it's the main one. Also, amethyst geodes mm-hmm. um, are really great for cleansing stones. So like having an amethyst geode or an amethyst candle. I have an amethyst candle, and when I come home um, after being out, like, and I bring out my crystals with me, it's always important if you leave the house with your crystals to cleanse them when you get home because you're attracting you know, a lot of energies onto them. It, unless it's a crystal that doesn't hold any negative energy. There's a few of those. And um, so, yeah, amethyst is great for cleansing stones as well. Um, kyanite is um, in one of the most important crystals as well. It holds no negative energy, so you never have to worry about... I always leave the house with kyanite. Um, it has no limits to its application. It is just... It is what it is. It's just amazing. It's beautiful. Um it's really great for um, sleep and dreams and insomnia, and it's just really great for harmonizing and aligning your chakras. I mean, a lot of crystals, they do a lot of the similar things. Right. Like, so, but kyanite, like, knows no bounds. It's just a really important one to have. What else? Um, carnelian, I think, is another really important one to have because it also holds no negative energy. It has the ability to cleanse other stones. I like to keep carnelian in my crystal pouch when I leave the house that way, like as I'm moving, you know, from place to place, like the carnelian's kind of keeping all my crystals safe. So that's really great. And it's also really great for um, your lower chakras, your sacral and your root. As And as women, it's really important. Those, our lower chakras are, I believe, are where women really hold the most disharmony and you know especially when we're you know connecting with another soul on a sexual level like we take on that energy and we're wondering why like we are feeling the way we are it's because we are corded into these people and that's something I helped you with right. was releasing energetic cords that was really interesting um I, I remember as you were 
working on me uh, talking about the energetic cords and what uh, the immediate reaction I had during the process was my stomach was shifting and which has happened before with energy work kind of and also just with meditation if you're can sit with yourself for a second a lot of times that's the first result and then towards the end I had this really really sharp pain in my stomach in my lower chakra right um and and you you discussed we discussed that after about those cords and I and I definitely felt a not only that pain was very present I couldn't deny that 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 was a result from us working together but then that feeling of uh detachment from previous experiences can you talk about that a little yeah I mean we just we (laughs) that's why it's like I really don't go around you know just hooking up with guys anymore like because we attach ourselves to them and they attach themselves to us it's real like that um, and it's so it's important to energetically release those cords anyone can do it for yourself like you can just you have to obviously you know provide the intention when you're doing it that that's what's going to happen and really go there and it's not comfortable or easy but it's really important to do because you know our energy is so precious and if we have other people's energy in our field how are we supposed to function properly it's definitely a blocker wouldn't you say stephanie oh yeah (laughs) and yoga is a great way to release energy like i have done a lot of um release during yoga (laughs) those dicks flying out of my aura it's really fun (laughs) and also crying (laughs) and then there's that too and then a fifth uh crystal for our starter kit Hmm, rose quartz because it's it's just unconditional love and just a really beautiful vibration it's like very gentle like there's like other stones I'd love to re- recommend for love, such as kunzite and morganite, but those are very high vibration stones. I, and damberite, like I just got my kunzite recently because I've been waiting for the divine time to get it because it's like very high vibration. Mm-hmm. But rose quartz is a very gentle, it's still high vibration, but it's really gentle and just, it's just everyone has to have a rose quartz. Yeah, I, I actually, the first crystal I ever got was a rose quartz from Aww. a dear friend and it definitely provided an an interesting shift. I don't know if it was just a reminder to love myself more or whatever the case may be, but having that with me really brought on a shift in my life. Right. No, it's like that's a stone of just unconditional love and forgiveness for yourself and for others. Like we are so hard on ourselves and we beat ourselves up and it's like if we only knew the amount of love that others had for us like and just gave that to ourselves as well, then we could truly love ourselves and others. Like that's it's just a universal stone of love and I mean, even the little girl I babysit has those little rose quartz, Aww. and so I always bring my rose quartz so our rose quartz can play can together when out. I babysit her. <laughs> <laughs> so Speaking, cute. I think that that's appropriate because <laughs> we have Valentine's Day pending, which yes. yeah, I, I don't choose to really celebrate it. But I mean, shouldn't we just be showering our lovers with all of our affection every day? Right? And by lovers, I mean those of you who have them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's that like? I mean, those who are in relationships. I just hate the idea that, like, now we need flowers. (laughs) It's like, Jesus. Like, I I mean, I like the intention of the holiday, that it's, like, celebrating that. But I I think it turns people into monsters. I honestly think it's just to, like, we're coming down from the high of the holidays, the new year. And then February, mid-February, people are like, oh, what do I have to... 
mark this time or look forward to or to celebrate. Oh, let's eat chocolate. Right? Well, like, that's what I think it, it really is. St. Valentine, who, I mean, can we get a Catholic person in here to describe that? Can we reference that? Like, there's something, there is something that it's connected to, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I believe there's a few uh, different stories in history that kind of bring about the reason why it's on our calendar socially. But um, as my dad always said, it's a Hallmark holiday. Hi, Dad. It is a He's subscribed holiday. to the podcast, so just giving him a shout out. Oh my God. Sorry ahead of time, Brian. <laughs> my whole thing with Elizabeth's dad is I'm always just like upsetting him. In my no. head, in my head. I don't oh. know if it's true. No, he's great. <laughs> he's, call- he's literally calling me right now. Okay, wait. He heard a- literally calling me right now. What hilarious. But I'm going to ignore it because we're in the middle of something, right? St. Yeah. Valentine is a widely recognized third century Roman saint commemorated on February 14th and associated since the high middle ages with the tradition of courtly love. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I'm really into like saints and I feel like they're the same as like the <laughs> deities yeah. of, of yoga. So I like their story, but I don't like During Valentine's the healing, Day. you called upon some saints. Am I right? Um, I called upon Ascended Master St. Germain. Okay, tell, tell us about um, who's that. He lives at Mount Shasta. Um, Is he a real person? No, he's an Ascended Master. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he works with the Violet Flame of Transmutation. So the Violet Flame is a very powerful um, healer of this realm we are in. Um, I like to surround myself with spheres of violet light to protect myself. Um or golden light, an egg of golden light, or um, rainbow light, 10 feet in yeah. all directions. Like, there's so light is important to surround yourself with. Um, I had a, one of my healers was like, Do you use protection? And I was like, scared that, like, because she was tuning like into condoms? my energy. And I was like, Wait, is she going to tell me, like, something, like, bad? And I was like, No. And she's like, Well, it's really important to use protection. And she was talking about the light, like, not condoms. So, uh, oh. Oh, Emo says St. Valentine was sentenced to three-part execution because he married people against the command of the emperor. Well, now I want to celebrate St. Valentine. (laughs) I'm into his martyrdom. That's cool. I'm into that too, I guess. Do you think he was marrying gays and that's why he got killed? Maybe. Emu can't talk, but she's in her head saying things like... Emu's one of our producers. She's saying things like, that's fresh. Yeah. (laughs) Or what was one of the others? Something about thirsty for that D. Isn't that what Valentine's Day is all about, guys? That's what every day is about. We're really off track. Hi, Dad. Um. Uh, (laughs) uh, So where did we? Oh, the the violet flame. I mean, you were really getting into it, and we just totally. Yeah. Did did everyone catch all that? (laughs) Um, I really think it's wonderful. I will say, I'm not gonna lie. I truthfully, I went in kind of really open to the experience of the healing. And as I said, it was, it was happening. It was very like, it just felt like a meditation. But yesterday and even through to today, real trippy. I was vibrating on a whole other level, completely lost my appetite yesterday. Wow. Um, Had a floodgate of emotions from super high anxiety, which I don't really experience, to like very high highs and then just kind of really reflective inward processing. I would say. And so the experience was real. To all you naysayers out there, I'm here to tell you shit went down. And I maybe would just to anyone open to the experience, maybe don't do it at 1030 on a work day, 1030 in the morning, because that kind of was a whole Well, that's the thing. Like, I, yeah, that you should do it when you 
don't really have a million things to do that day, and, yeah. but I wanted to just do it before this podcast. But, you know, it is something that when you do, you want to, like, have a really chill day afterwards. Yeah. Go to the park, lay in some grass, um, take a Himalayan salt bath. You know, like, it's not like you want to go into the real world after yeah. that kind of experience. Like, even for me, it's like after I do a healing, like, I'm like, I need to go to nature. I need to, you know, like, just really chill out right now. But then sometimes you have to go into the real world and it's like, fuck. Yeah, I went to a yoga class uh, that I was like, oh, this will do me good. Turned in, turned out it was a half spin class, half yoga class. So uh. that was a little bit aggressive, uh, but we got through it. And may I ask another question? If you you know both of us fairly well, very well, would you give us a prescription for a crystal? Yeah, actually, for Elizabeth, um, I forgot to tell you that during the session, uh, I was like told or whatever <laughs> that you need a bismuth, and it's um, a very unique crystal. It's actually man-made, but mm. it's very powerful. It's an antenna, and it's very pretty. It's so cool. Um, so you need a bismuth, okay. and yeah, you can look it up, and it's really awesome. Bismuth for Elizabeth. We should doesn't rhyme. Oh, we should <laughs> we should take a, a trip to um, the Crystal Matrix or somewhere together. Yeah, that'd be. What about mm, for dearest gone. Steph over here? Hmm. Have you gotten your tiger's eye? I yet? haven't. Okay. okay. You need your tiger's eye. What okay. does tiger's eye do? Um, it's really it's a protective, it's confidence, and you're already so confident, but it will just like I know that it will just really, really allow you to own that and not question it because you're so powerful and have so much you're gonna be doing like you already are. Like both of you girls, you're so fucking powerful and it's just like I just know that the tigers, I will really, like, allow you to really stand true in your divine truth and power. Okay, I'm going to get you. it. Thank yeah. you. So fantastic. Well, Katie, thank you for being the light on this journey today. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me. You're so full of knowledge. It's so awesome. You've come so far. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've only known you as a, as a crystal <laughs> alchemist. I know that um, Stephanie and... Uh, Katie have known each other from the Los Angeles stand-up comedy circuit as two fantastic females owning their space on stage That's for quite right. a while. But um, you and I met after you got into this whole crystal stuff, and it's really um, so cool for you to share your knowledge with us. We appreciate it, and looking forward to this bismuth that I'm going to I bring all my experience. bad bitches together. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to get a tiger's eye. You're going to get a bismuth. Yeah. Which, by the way, keeps making me think of Pepto-Bismol. Is it partially created by Pepto-Bismol? No. Okay. Yeah. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, tiger's eye for confidence is what I need. I had a situation recently where I had to really stand up for something, and it's still a thorn in my side. So this would maybe time for our favorite game, Roses and Thorns. Let's do it. Roses and Thorns. You know, it comes from the camp days, the high and low, if you will. Cute. Yeah. And and Stephanie and I, we just like to sit on my porch and reflect on our days. Mm-hmm. So what's your rose or thorn? Where, uh, are, we, where are we with this I'm just, situation? I'm all thorns right now. <laughs> okay. I posted a picture on Instagram right. that was of me sitting on a toilet holding a puppy. Right. Now, I know you hear that and think, what? But it was a great photo. Yeah, and the puppy was 
adorbs. Cutest puppy ever. It's like a three pound Maltese. We're gonna put the picture on the blog because we don't censor people like Instagram does. But we do have an explicit rating on iTunes. Well, look. Here's my thing. I put this picture up. There's no nudity showed. It's the side of my thigh. The most skin is my side thigh, which by the way, I edited. So it's not even like human. It's perfect 365. (laughs) Our favorite app also on the blog, by the way. (laughs) Side note. Then it's getting comments. It's getting a lot of traffic. I'm excited about it. I think it's hilarious. I really, the dog just wandered into the bathroom and I picked it up and Justine walked in and she's like, that's hilarious. Let's take a picture. I wasn't like, I'm going to pose with a dog on the toilet, which was not even the point. Either way. And it was a very, very much an homage to the Jenny McCarthy candies ad and of the 90s. One of the ads that has stuck with me my whole life. I always thought that was so cool. Hawker on the toilet. Like, I loved that. So Because we poop too, you guys. Yeah. I've pretty much modeled my entire career after that image. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad's responsible for that image. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Did he take the photo? No, he was her manager and boyfriend. No way. He got her that deal for sure. So there you go. Full circle moment right here. So I did that, put it on my Instagram, and 24 hours later I get a notice from Instagram that says my picture has been taken down because it does not follow the community guidelines. I was like enraged livid livid i the fact that they can go into your account and pull your photo down without telling you so it's just who decides that like one troll one person has some issue with it and then the whole thing gets pulled i don't understand so then i started searching instagram and found image after image after image of just like straight tits straight ass like very explicit images exist on instagram and no one is flagging these because they're just overtly sexual like i don't really understand why this exists. And since I posted that, people have been reaching out to me like, look at this, look at this. There's literally a video of a girl clapping her butt, naked, fully naked, just booty clapping on Instagram. But my cute puppy picture is too explicit. Like, I'm sorry, I don't understand who's deciding this. And the thing that really gets me is like, it's the internet, okay? Disgusting things. The internet literally is filth. That's (laughs) why it exists. To appeal to the basis of our humanities. People are jerking off to anything and everything you could ever imagine. Disgusting. It's horrifying. That's also the beauty in it, is that it exists for everyone to express themselves freely. I get that Instagram doesn't want their site to turn into, like, a kiddie porn site. I respect that. Sure. But it's like, people, if they take offense to images that I post, they don't have to follow me. I don't know. That's my thorn. I'm dealing with it. And then I was like, I'm going to boycott Instagram. I'm going to go to Tumblr. I'm done with Instagram. (laughs) Cut to like 24 hours later. I'm like, let's put this picture on Instagram. (laughs) I don't know how to take a stand for anything. It lasts for four minutes. So my rose, uh, Starbucks, for all you Starbucks (laughs) lovers. (laughs) Did you like that transition? Really? I don't know. Really, really just seamless right there. Um, I'm like sweating, yelling about feminism, and you're like, coffee's good. (laughs) Not really, I don't really go to Starbucks, but I'm happy to hear that they've now added coconut milk, allegedly. Instead of almond, interesting. No, yeah, well, I think because it's cheaper. Mm. Because, so that's dope, because I I don't drink dairy unless I'm eating pizza. Mm -hmm. Like, no dairy except for pizza. That's the personal rule. Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Anyway. But my thorn is, I further looked into this, and it's, like, really janky coconut milk. Obviously. I was going to ask you if it's organic. She not in love with that cocoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, girl. So, 
thanks, but it's like, I'm reading about this. There's a lot of sugar in it. It's basically like the cheapest, most bottom barrel type of coconut milk you could find, allegedly. This is what I've been, this is according to the internet. But here's the thing, like, if you're gonna do this, Starbucks, good for you. Rose, Thorn, do it better. Well, they can't do it better because they're trying to mass distribute this product. They can't make it quality when they have to have it such a high quantity, and that's why Starbucks is basic and sucks. Basic. Totally. It is. Remember I was dating that guy and he went to Starbucks and he told me I need to break up with him? Deal breaker. (laughs) I did say that. I was like, oh, Starbucks? I was like, he goes to Starbucks every morning and gets us a coffee, and she's like, "Mm, great, but Starbucks, really? (laughs) Um, And then weirdly enough, you turned him on to our favorite local coffee place, and then he parked next to me and I never met him but knew. He said he wasn't going there. I saw him there. He's like, I was going to Sweat Garage. I'm like, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, this is our show. (laughs) So actually, I would be curious. We're going to, I want to post that picture on our blog, and I really would be curious to get like actual feedback. But I know this is a problem. Like, a lot of comedians do post nude pictures, and their pictures get flagged more often than the overtly sexual. Right. And then what about, doesn't Chelsea Handler? She like quit Instagram. She, like, quit Instagram because of the tit thing. The tit thing? Free the nipple. And it is yeah. true. And, you know, Sarah Silverman always says, she's like, I don't understand why the only part of a woman's sexuality that we're protecting people against is the part that, like, provides life. Like, we can show butts and we can show, like, every other part of the tit, but the nipple is the part that's, like, offensive. We all have them, hopefully. I don't. And on that note... <laughs> Katie, uh, do you have nipples? <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> can we put them on our blog? <laughs> Anytime, yeah. Um, Katie, can you plug yourself online? Yes, I am at Katie Menzella on Instagram and Twitter, and just Katie Menzella on Facebook. So And first Friday of every month? Last Friday? Oh, yeah, and the last Friday, <laughs> the fourth Friday <laughs> of every month, I have my wonderful show I produce with one of my best friends, Lauren, Classy Lauren Brenner. At Classy Lauren and Brenner. And it's over two years old. It's called the Indigo Children Comedy Hour. It's the longest running show at Echoes Under Sunset in Echo Park. Here in Los Angeles. So if you're um, ever around on a fr- the fourth Friday of every month at 9.30 p.m., that's where I'll be. But let's be honest, it really starts at 10.30. Yeah, it starts at 10 at yeah. 10.30. That's, it used to, we used to say it started at 9, and then so we're like, let's say it starts at 9.30. That time is more of a suggestion. <laughs> and then the comics get there, and they're like, did we not start yet? It's 10.30. I know, my favorite thing was when a comic's like, I'm running late. I'm like, perfect, because so am I. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awesome. And we're going to have some of your uh, suggestions for great resources, books, and websites available on the That's So Retrograde blog. Awesome. Can't wait to check those out. Hello the blog there. is uh-huh. That's So Retrograde.com. You can follow us at So Retrograde on all the various social media channels. Stephanie, where can we check you out? Uh, you can check out my newly verified Twitter account <laughs> at Stephsonbari and also on Instagram. That's it. Yeah, and you can find me at Elizabeth Cott or at Closet Rich. And that's that's the name of and it. And at that's at that's a at so retrograde on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Thanks for listening and uh, hit subscribe and all that stuff and we'll see you next Did time. Did we double say our social media? God, I'm on one. I'm sorry, you guys. It's the shadow. <laughs>